0: Welcome to Season 2 of the Anxiously Engaged Podcast. I am your host, Rachel Curfew. But if we haven't met yet, I'm a wife, a mother, a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and a certified coach specializing in anxiety and helping individuals live their life even more anxiously engaged. You might be thinking, what does that mean? Being anxiously engaged is quite the opposite of being anxious. It's about stepping out of anxiety, out of your fears, and out of the shadows of your life and moving carefully into the light where you get to really shine as you live your life filled with passion, excitement, and energy. Welcome to the show. ever learn something as you're teaching it for yourself and then you just get so excited and you want to share it? That's kind of what just happened with me. This morning I had the pleasure of teaching a class that is called Flourish and I teach it once a month. It's kind of a bonus class for the women who are in my Anxiety as a Gift program and once they sign up for Anxiety as a Gift they get to come to this class once a month on Zoom live in person every month just for free as a bonus, and um, it's a great place to review strategies that they've learned or to get a little extra coaching help to connect with the other ladies or to build on some of the topics and concepts that they've learned in the co- in the course so I just really love this course because I know all the ladies in the course so well having worked with them and coached them, and I just really love them and so today. When I was sharing a message with them, and all of a sudden I was having some little aha moments as I was teaching it, like I said, I just had to share some of them with you. So um, this is just a few thoughts from that class this morning, and I hope maybe it will touch you in the way it touched me and some of the ladies in the group. One of the things I teach all the time, whether you're in my programs or my private coaching or wherever you come across uh, your path cross with mine is that our brain is constantly pulling in so much information studies vary, but somewhere between 60 and 80,000 pieces of information your brain has to process every day. And, I tell my clients it's a little bit like an initial sorting system. Your brain is always asking pain or pleasure, pain or pleasure, pain or pleasure just so it knows kind of a general lump category to put some of that information in as it's coming in at such a rapid pace. So, uh, as you're getting ready to do something like brush your teeth, your brain says, "Oh, pain or pleasure," and if it's you know, brushing your teeth isn't something that bothers you. You've done it for a long time. You don't have sensitive teeth. <laughs> There's, you like your toothpaste, whatever it is. Your brain's gonna go, oh, okay, this isn't painful. This is pleasurable. This is okay. We can do this. But if maybe you do have sensitive teeth, or you've got a sore tooth, or you just had your braces tightened or something, you might think, oh no, this brushing my teeth is pain. This doesn't feel good, and we're going to do what we can to resist that pain. Our brain is designed to protect us and keep us from feeling pain at all costs, including and especially emotional or physical pain. So um, pain or pleasure is something that our brain is always doing without us even thinking. Now, like I said, I teach that all the time. But this time I wanted to take that a little different direction to lay, lay, level, (laughs) layer up, level up. (laughs) I can't talk because I'm excited. And when I get excited, I talk fast. But I wanted my clients today and my ladies in my class today to switch those words from pain or pleasure and change them to fear and love. I don't know about you, but just the very thought of putting love in there changes things for me. It softens my heart and it opens up curiosity. So let me t- just share a few of the thoughts that I shared with the ladies today. And like I said earlier, see if it touches you in a way that maybe touched me or touched these ladies. One of the things I reminded of these ladies of is the thought in the scriptures where we are constantly being told to fear not, fear not, fear not, or some variation on this and I listened to a minister of another faith doing a um a speech or presentation of sorts. I'm not sure who he was exactly who he was addressing, but he was talking about that when we read or hear the words "do not fear" or a version of them. What we're really wanting to be focusing on is the thought, I am within reach and I am capable of handling that fear, walking you through that fear. I have all the capacity and all the grace and I can meet all your needs is what he's really saying. And for me, that changed the thought of my fears. If I have a fear, it's okay because savior's right there he's within my reach and he has already walked this path and he knows how to navigate me through it and for me that brought me a lot of peace and comfort the other thing that was really powerful reminder today was that also in the scriptures we hear phrases like god is love isn't that beautiful and powerful God is love. And if we have two choices, either fear or love, I'm always going to pick God's side and God is love. Now I know we have to have opposition in all things. We have to taste the bitter to appreciate and value the sweet. But the more we can focus on the love side of this process the more sweet and goodness we will have in our life. Another thought that popped up as we were talking today in the flourish class is that the world's view of love is very different than God's view, right? So the world's law or the world's view, love is distorted, and we hear all the time that the adversary takes the things that are the most sacred and the most holy and tries to twist them and distort them. And God's love is so sacred and holy and special and unconditional as far as how He shows up for us. Of course, the adversary is going to want to twist that and distort that. So, the world's view of love is things like, well, I will love you after you do ABC or one two three. You might hear that in parenting when a parent says, "If you get good grades or after you clean your room, then I'll love you and connect with you and spend time with you. Sometimes we hear that in marriages too. I'll be intimate with you after you do." whatever get a raise buy me a new car uh, take out the trash pick up your socks whatever it is right the world's view of love is distorted from god's view of love so god's law of love is this you are love because you came from love you were divinely created by a God who is love and who loves you, which means you have that within you. And so the way you show up in difficult moments or even fearful or painful moments is how you give love to others and it teaches others who you really are And it teaches them about who God is and that God is love and that God loves them. Now, I'm not saying that if somebody truly hurts you or is dangerous or uh, toxic or, or situations like that, I'm not saying just show up with love and give them a free pass. I'm saying you still need to have safe boundaries. You still need to be smart. You still need to empower yourself to make sure that you're safe and doing good things. But there's a lot of things we could show up with love. The irritations, the annoyances, the grievances, some of those little things, we really could show up with a more loving heart instead of shutting down before we even get a chance to show or give or receive love, right? One of the things that I think is important to remember is that when somebody comes at us and they are yelling or attacking or hurting, trying to hurt our feelings or tear us down or argue with us or whatever that painful or fear-based emotion is that they're walking in in that moment, is the only reason they show up like that is because they are in a fearful state. And so by going on attack, they then... Are trying to attack your vulnerabilities so that theirs is not exposed that's powerful it's really really powerful so keep in mind that hurt people hurt people and loving people can completely transform change and even heal a situation or a person if they show up with that heart because when they're in that space, God is with them because they are in their, in their love and God is love and together that creates miracles. One of the ways that we can help us stay in that space of love as much as possible is to practice daily forgiveness. And it's really easy to forgive others, but sometimes it's hard to forgive ourselves. And so when we practice daily forgiveness, it gives us a chance to do both. When the person in front of us, as we're driving down the road, cuts us off, forgive them in the moment and choose to let it go in the very moment. When your teenager says, yeah, mom, I cleaned my room. It's done. And you go in there a little bit later and it is clearly not done. And you know they weren't totally honest with you and they didn't follow through. Instead of getting angry or bitter or holding on to that hurt and fear and pain, simply remind yourself that if I show up in love and I forgive my teenager for that, that doesn't mean don't course correct. That doesn't mean your team doesn't gets a free pass always, but how you're going to handle that space and how you're not going to hurt the relationship is going to be very, very different, right? You're gonna show up in love. You're gonna forgive not as a free pass to the person that is hurting you or causing you to feel fear. You're going to show up with love so that you don't hurt the relationship and then you can deal with the situation at hand. Remember forgiveness is a freedom process for you. It's about freeing you from the energy and the hurt and the pain. You don't need to carry all those little annoyances or irritations every day and all day. Because if you do, your heart won't have room for all the love. Your heart will be bitter. It will harden. And then you're not leaving a place for God. God is love. So make sure your heart is open and soft and available for him to work in you and through you. So those are just a few of the thoughts from today's class. I hope that makes sense. This was in a very impromptu um, podcast recording today. And like I said, I was just really excited to share some of the things that I've been learning about and that I've been teaching about lately. If you have a story where you were able to show up in love and it made all the difference in how that situation um, was resolved or healed or the outcome, I would love to hear it. Will you please reach out to me? Um, You can find me on Facebook or Instagram, or you can always email me at hello at rachelcurfew.com. And I would love to hear your inspirational story about how you stepped into love away from the fears and the hurts and the pains and created something really beautiful for you and, and possibly someone else. If you'd also like any other information about um, the Flourish class or our Anxiety is a Gift class or how you can work one-on-one with me, please also reach out. I love answering questions and I'm always happy to do so. In the meantime, I wish you all an anxiety-free and a gratitude-filled day.